Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Sully's Open Conversation. The show that aims to have an unfamiliar conversation in a familiar environment. As always, I'm your host, Sully, and today I've taken the drive to Ivor to come and meet with Fred. Welcome, Fred. Thank you, mate. Thank you for having me. So uh, I met Fred through uh, a mutual friend of ours. Fred went to uni, um, Bournemouth Uni, with a very good friend of mine from home, Harry. Uh, and me and Fred kind of got talking. And I think one of the nicest things about kind of opening up about my mental health is that other people have kind of confided in me as well, yeah. uh, which is what you, you did. Um, so Fred, without further ado, yeah, take, take it away. Sweet. So I said to you before, I'm not a massive fan of the introduction question. I don't think anyone really likes introducing <laughs> themselves or talking about themselves. But yeah, my name's Fred. I'm from Buckinghamshire, Ivor, 22. Um, and as George said, I just did four years at uh, Bournemouth Uni, uh, studying business. Um, and obviously had a past experience with mental health, uh, specifically anxiety. So I thought... Um, I would take up George's offer to come and talk about that and answer some questions Very and have a, for it. have a discussion about uh, mental health, which is good because I think it's something that people are starting to do more of now. Um, and it's important because I think back when I was younger and I was having my own experiences, it really wasn't a subject that people yeah. were embracing. It really wasn't talked about by yeah. families and friends. It was, you know, really... A taboo topic 100%, almost. 100%. 100%. People didn't really know what was going on. Um, people didn't know how to handle it, people didn't know where to go and that kind of stuff. So I think it's good what you're doing. And, Thank you. And, and, Thank you. And this kind of thing is good. So um, so to start off the show, obviously we have a, um, a, a, if you could name a positive experience that you've kind of heard, seen or, or done recently. What's something that I've done? Yeah. Um, so at the moment I'm training for a marathon. Oh wow. Oh, so wow. yeah, so definitely that's keeping me sort of grounded, giving me something to work towards, uh, keeping me busy. It takes up quite a lot of time, you know, you have to do yeah, quite a lot of miles. Um, and obviously I'm doing it for charity, and a charity quite close to my heart, which is good, so it keeps me driven and motivated. And Lovely. And, um, is, that the, is, is that the London Marathon? Oh, uh, no, Brighton. Brighton, oh, Brighton yeah. Marathon. Oh, wow. I put, when I put in for when, when is that? Oh, so it's April. It's next weekend. April. Oh, crikey. Oh, next, next weekend. Next weekend. Jesus. Next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is close. <laughs> yeah, literally. So I've been training since Christmas. Right. Um, so it's been keeping me really busy. Wow, wow. Then. Best of luck. Thank you. Best um, of luck. So, yeah, going to be raising some money for kidney research. Lovely. Um, which is obviously important charity to me. My nan suffers from um, kidney failure. So oh, wow. Yeah. So it's close um, to your heart. Yeah, and obviously sports and mental health have a big correlation. Very good correlation, don't they? they yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, it keeps you um, busy. It's good for your physical health and for your mental health yeah. as well. So, yeah, that's definitely something that I've been doing at the moment. Lovely. Very nice. Very yeah. nice indeed. It's nice. So um, I guess the most important question is, Fred, uh, how have you been doing kind of mentally recently? Good. I think I've been okay. I've had sort of ups and downs and I've noticed recently, I think the transition from uni into sort of like the real world yeah. has not necessarily like relapsed me because it was like very different when I was younger. It was mm -hmm. very extreme um, compared to what it is now. But you, I don't think, you know, you, you get help from people and you learn how to deal with it, but it never really leaves you. And as your circumstances change in life, it sort of develops and changes. And I think coming from university to the real world and you know, starting a new job and all of that, you know, you start to have to adjust. It's, adapting, yeah. it's adapting to a new um, environment, isn't it? Yeah, and you might find it more, you, you might get anxious about, about things. Um, you know, working in Central and um, meeting you, all these new people yeah. is, um, is very um, difficult yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, 
but for the most part, I've been I've been okay. Good. I've been okay. Good. Good. Um, I didn't anticipate that the dog would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just had some scratching at the door yeah. with the dog. <laughs> Dogs are very good for mental health, so I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah, he's come yeah. and joined us. You said we're going to keep it natural. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I think I've been okay. It's just it's coming to terms with the changes in my life yeah. and learning how to. Um, keep on top of my mental health and not, yeah. get, not get drowned by yeah. the new situations that I'm finding myself in and just keeping on top of it and talking to people like it's massively helping me like talking to my mum talking to my dad um, being open about it really yeah, yeah, it just yeah. makes it all a hell of a lot easier yeah. doesn't it and I think when you start talking to your friends your friends start talking back to you about it and I've found that all of my lot coming from uni are all sort of feeling similar maybe not necessarily as anxious as others you know some yeah. don't necessarily suffer or previously have suffered with mental health but yeah. everyone's in this same boat where like you've just had the four best years of your life yeah. you're not doing anything really. <laughs> and now you you get thrown into the real world and you know you've come to the end of the line there's no more government grants yeah there's no more you've got to face and, the big bad world on your yeah, own and you, and you can't wake up at 9am and sack it off <laughs> yeah like, yeah yeah you know it becomes a problem when when you do. You can't just you know phone up work and yeah. it's not a lecture. You yeah, to, yeah. Um, but There's yeah, I've commitments been, and, exactly. and yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I've been working towards just taking each day as it comes, new opportunities, saying yes to as, as many things as I can, Lovely. trying to break out of my comfort zone because yeah. I think everyone likes their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets very. Um, well, it's called the comfort zone exactly. for a reason. Everyone yeah, it's so falls easy into to just one. sit in there. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. actually falls into one. But I think if you are prone to an anxious mind or you've previously suffered with anxiety, it's too easy to, yeah. to really like um, be consumed by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's and just more kind of sit back and let it all kind of wash over you rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. rather than kind of put yourself out there. Yeah. Which is yeah, it's totally understandable. Exactly. And so you're working from home, aren't you? Uh, yeah. How have you how have you kind of felt that in terms of kind of dealing with kind of just one singular environment rather than going out and commuting to, to work and things like that? Yeah, well, so I do two days in the office and three days at home. Oh lovely. And I have to say, like working from home for so long and especially during COVID and that and everyone just being at home, the transition to then seeing real people and like having social situations. I think everyone's felt it a little bit. Yeah. It can be quite overwhelming, like particularly last week, like my company's hired quite a lot of people and I'm new and most people haven't met people anyway. Yeah. So there's just so many people to meet and you, you sort of forget what it's like to meet someone yeah. in real life and not over over the camera. And yeah, you, and yeah. You think like... You think you're doing something wrong, like you've you've completely forgotten how to engage, <laughs> interact so, with someone. Some, yeah, yeah and, and sometimes that doesn't help because that can really make you feel anxious. So I think it is important for people um, who have anxiety or like me who previously suffered worse than they do now to sort of make sure they make that effort yeah. in their life too, because it's too easy. To Which is a huge step, oh, actually. Exactly. It's a huge step, and uh, and I suppose from you experiencing it from a young age you've had that you've had that experience to then to then know how to kind of like push out of it i suppose yeah. or, or kind of take that extra step whereas i suppose someone who's er, like a kind of early signs of anxiety yeah. may not may not have that kind of experience to draw from and yeah. and, and put themselves out there exactly. so you're actively doing something again yeah. that, that kind of fights against it exactly. which is which is brilliant it's something i try really hard to do i think it's really important to to really try and 
um, put yourself in uncomfortable positions yeah. in order to make you more comfortable. Because like I said, an, an anxious mind will, will go to its comfort zone more so than like normal people like not normal people but do you know what i mean like a yeah, like yeah. an average an average person, an average doesn't, person. Doesn't, doesn't yeah doesn't suffer um it's too easy to just say oh, i'll work from home i work from home i work yeah. from home and then you know you just get cooped up you in find a room yourself in a kind and, of rut and yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you'll never meet the people you work with and you'll, and you'll never get exposure to yeah to new situations and that so that's something i think coming out of uni and coming into the real world and meeting new people and you know, just cracking on with my, my life. I try and do that now. I'm really conscious of putting my, making myself feel uncomfortable every now and then because... That's really positive, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good things come from it. You yeah. might not think it beforehand, but then afterwards you feel great. It's just like exercise. It's, it's exercise for the mind. Mm. It literally is, you know, you do a workout, you never regret a workout. You put yourself in a bit of a, uh, a situation that you might be anxious for. Like this, for example. This is something I wouldn't normally do. And when I agreed to it, we'd had a few beers at the time. Yeah, yeah. And then you texted me and said, oh, you know, what, what, what day do you want to do, do this? And I was thinking... This is serious. It would, it would be too easy for me to say, oh, no, you know, I said that after a few pints. It's not something I would normally do. But then I thought, say yes to things. Yeah. Because after, you know, you, you never know what kind of impact you'll have. And obviously you're on a mission to, to help people. And, you know, it's great to be a part of it. But, you know, to put myself out of my comfort zone for an hour today. It's brilliant, it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, nice. and I've, I've said it a fair few times, you, you may never know how many people that you are helping, but they're 100% doing this kind of thing yeah. is, is exactly what that is doing. Exactly. It, it will help at least one person either understand or become more aware Exactly. Um, uh, of the kind of difficulties that, that, that people with kind of mental health problems or mental illnesses face. Yeah, exactly. um, Which is key, really, because like you said, it, kind of when we were younger at school, there isn't any kind of education, is there? There's, no. you, you don't get taught kind of what anxiety is or depression is no. or addiction. It, 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 you kind of just like, you, you're left to your own devices to yeah. kind of figure it out, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. And not even just your friends. Like when I had my experiences, my my dad particularly couldn't understand what was wrong with me and right. you, it's all he wanted to do was fix it and help yeah. me yeah um because it for me it was more than just um you know oh i'm nervous to go mm -hmm. out somewhere it was you know you have actual um repercussions from the anxiety so mine was um i would i would be physically sick like uh, I, I can remember the penny dropping. I went to school when they were sat on the bus and I thought, oh no, something doesn't feel right, something doesn't feel right. And I got off the bus and I ran home, ran home and I was just like sick. And then it proceeded really? to happen every every single day. Seriously? And all my dad wanted to do was just help. Kind of understand. Like, well, what's, what's going on? Why are you doing yeah. this? I just want to help you. Like, why can't you just not not do that? No, and I yeah. didn't know why I was doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. My mum sort of had a little idea, I think, of what was going on. But it then it became stuff like any sort of new social situation where you'd meet people and then it sort of developed into like um a metaphobia where i knew i was going to be sick so then i feared being, being sick. sick and that's what it was at any any like it's like compounding on top of each other yeah, isn't it so it's like, just yeah so, so debilitating as yeah, well isn't it exactly. must, have been, must have been absolutely horrible exactly in in terms of obviously so you it'd be kind of like on the school bus or social situations did you were then obviously missing were you missing school um, quite a bit or no I that was the good thing my mum always sort of made sure I made it to school and the funny thing was as soon as I got there I was fine right it was 
the bit like the, the was, nervous build up. Yeah. But then as soon as you put yourself in the situation, you're like, oh, what was I worried about? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like even now, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations afterwards, you think, oh, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. But I always found that once, you know, like once you had been sick, I could go to school because I got it out of the way. Yeah. Because I was worried about. It almost I, becomes part of a yeah, routine, really. It, it, and that's when it becomes really, really bad. Yeah. I was so worried about being sick, I thought, oh. If it happens before I go to school, then I'm then I'm done. It won't happen at school, so I can go to school now. But then, obviously, then becomes the problem. I can't go to school unless I've been sick, or really? I can't yeah, I can't I can't go to I can't start this new job. I can't go because I was you know just starting like wow. a sad, Saturday job at like I think I was like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, can't go until I've been sick, kind of thing. So oh, it, be okay. it became like a, a, that's a not, burden on that's your life. Really, that's not normal. No one does that. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah. that's when it became a problem, and that's when it was like right, you need to go and speak to someone and try and get this sorted. Yeah, so so kind of in terms of uh, remedying what was happening, happening, what was what was the kind of port of call? Did you were you on medication or did you No, I never no. did never did medication. Right. Um I went to see I think it's psychiatrist, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So I was about fourteen, fifteen, I might have been younger, I think I was been like year year nine at school. Yeah. Um went to see this guy and we would just talk about um uh, like what was going on and yeah. why I felt like that and um, I don't really remember too much about what we talked about now because mm -hmm. it's quite a while ago but I remember being taught just uh, like breathing exercises yeah. and one that sometimes I still use now I mean I don't ever find myself being sick or ever you know that's long in the past yeah. now um, but it was stuff like you you breathe out for longer than you breathe in and it slows your heart rate down. And if oxygen can't get to the stomach, the stomach can't be sick. Ah. So like if anyone... So it's actually like yeah. biology behind it as well. Exactly. Wow. So like, and that allows you to understand what was going on more as well. Yeah, exactly. And you can nip it in the bud. You know, when you felt like that, you just take some time. And that goes with anyone that's sort of having panic attacks. Yeah. If you're breathing out for longer than you're breathing in, you're getting less oxygen in. So you're wow. slowing everything down. Wow. And... I didn't know that. That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Very so, good technique. So, yeah. I've, I've I've obviously heard about kind of with anxiety attacks. There's a there's a grounding technique, isn't it? The, the kind of like say five things you can see, yeah. four things you can smell, three things you can touch, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I think I mean I've used a couple of times because there are some situations, and it might it doesn't necessarily have to be like a massively stressful one, but like you say, it could be building up and building up, yeah. and it just suddenly overwhelms you, and exactly. and then you're kind of stuck there like. Jesus, what, what what do I do? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's all about just trying to get in control of it because, yeah. you know, it's very scary having your brain do something that you didn't tell it to do. You know, yeah. like, imagine it just saying one, like, oh, I have to be sick, I have to be sick. Like, that's not a normal bodily, yeah. daily bodily function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, it's told you, it's, it's taken over. You become so, accustomed to that. Like you said, just taking a, a minute to, what can you see, what can, like, finding where you are and like, because it's, it's just thoughts at the end of the day. And yeah. like, I, I don't remember where I heard it, but um, I heard it the other day and they're saying they're, they're just thoughts that they, they can't hurt you. Mm. They just pass through your head. Yeah. Like you label them bad or you label them good, but they just they come, come and go. go. Yeah, they you really know, do. It's just your emotive response. If I think something and I don't like it and it starts to make me feel anxious, it's only because I've labeled it bad. Yeah. But just like... And that's self-awareness yeah, really, exactly. isn't it? That's kind of like checking your own thoughts. I mean, yeah. I, I've obviously, it wasn't anxiety, but it was It was around a similar, I was around a similar age, kind of like 14, 15, about year nine, when I kind of started to feel quite depressed and mm. didn't really know why, didn't understand, but like you think, like you say, it's kind of, it's a biological thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's thought and it's, and it's kind of chemically in your brain, mm. a kind of imbalance. 
So that's I started having suicidal thoughts. But I kind of felt ashamed because of that because yeah. at fourteen years old, you feel like you shouldn't you, exactly. you shouldn't be acting in that way, exactly. should you? Or yeah, you shouldn't yeah, yeah. be having those thoughts, or you shouldn't be feeling that anxious. But when it actually starts to consume you and becomes kind of like a physical thing. It, it, it really does kind of take its toll on yeah. you and, and can make your mental health even worse because you're exactly. kind of feeling bad on yourself and like, why am I doing this? You're not really understanding yeah. it. Exactly. So like, like you, I kind of, I got, I got counselling at school and things like that, but it was never, I think I did, the counselling definitely helped because like you say, thoughts, thoughts come and go yeah. and it's whether you're labelled them good or bad. Um, and it's allowing you to get your thoughts out there. Exactly. Well, you can't help your, you can't help yourself. You're not qualified enough to help yourself. Like yeah. If if it's happening in the first place, it's happening because something's not quite right. And you know you're not going to be able to talk. You can't talk yourself out. But your brain is so powerful. Yeah. Like, and I think people like you and me and other people that suffer suffer with mental health problems. I mean, there's so many out there. It's mm -hmm. so different. Like, your brain just one day wakes up and thinks something. Yeah. And I've realised as I've got older, like I've like I said, you never get over it, but it's always there, but you just learn how to deal with it. And I think yeah. it's matured as I've got older and it's become other things, you know, like sometimes you might get nervous meeting new people at work yeah. and all of that, or overwhelmed by big crowds. It'll always be a little niggling voice in the yeah. back of your head, but it's just learning to deal with things. And, you know, it's seeing people that are qualified to help you with the tools and they enable you. That's why these jobs exist. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, if the brain is too powerful you can't just oh i'll just stop thinking these things now yeah so yeah it's yeah. not gonna it's you not... can't just snap out of it can you exactly it's, it's far more consuming than that and it's it's far more intense i suppose as well when it, when i was kind of at my worst kind of last september i was i went when i went into hospital i i couldn't control my thoughts yeah i, I actually couldn't control it. It, it it was just non-stop kind of negativity and yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. like suicidal thoughts that you just you just think there's no real other way out. You to think be totally you're never going to get over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy when your brain starts thinking for you when you're not in the driver's seat. Yeah, it's, it is exactly it's, not in the driving seat. It's, it's that's kind terrifying. of a good way to explain it. Definitely. Yeah, and definitely. It's, it's all about trying to regain the control um, and having those techniques and having those things that you do that help you to stay on top of it. And um, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm, and I'm a big advocate for people getting correct health and, yeah you know seeing qualified people but also talking to their mates yeah that's, yeah yeah and, and i mean family, that's the first port of call really isn't it it's fa friends and family because i mean i've kind of been doing more research and me having been through the 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 mental health kind of system in the country your first kind of like blockade your first port of call that can improve your mental health instantly is being more open with your friends and family 100 percent uh, our, our services are already kind of like strained and underfunded. Yeah. So actually the help that we can give each other yeah, yeah. is is the first kind of like blockade to, to prevent us exactly. oversubscribing the system that already is. Exactly. Um, and that's that's kind of an interesting, just interesting point because like you say, I mean, that, that it does get to a point where you will need professional help. Yeah. And and I feel like that's why when your dad was kind of like saying, all I, all I want to do is help, but I don't really understand because yeah. he's not qualified to. Yeah, and it was a different it's, time then. I think people, yeah. I think now there's a really good movement with mental health, like you doing this now and just, you know, you see it on Twitter all the time where like... Um, there's people, Dr. Alex. Yeah, exactly. Course. People are and people are losing their mates to battles that they didn't know were happening. And yeah. they want more than anything for their mates to have just just spoken, spoken about, about. It. And you leave your friends with 
an incredible burden that yeah. they wish they could have helped and they a lot of the time they can like i think there is a lot to be said with talking to friends and family mm -hmm. i like talking personally i quite like talking about it even this is quite nice you feel like you get certain weights off your chest yeah. and it's nice to discuss with a like-minded person that's had their own experience and comparing stories and that kind of thing but your friends and family know you they yeah. can help you they can help to put things in place to 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 keep you on top of things mm -hmm. and then obviously getting professional help alongside that is what will get you kind of yeah, kind yeah of on, on the straight and yeah. on the straight and narrow but you know if it wasn't for professional help or addressing it with my family I'd, I'd still be in the being sick in the place like, yeah 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 you know, that's what stopped me from doing that was the professional help yeah and it just became something that's now i'm aware of it like i know sometimes i might get anxious about things mm -hmm. but it doesn't t take over my life it doesn't control my life i can still Brilliant. do things like this i can turn up to work and i think you get to a certain point in your life i'm i get i like to be quite brutal with myself with it sometimes like i said you're putting myself in uncomfortable situations yeah. but i get to a point where sometimes i think you know you're you're getting older now things you've got to start doing things you you can't hide behind it for too long and that you know it's it's just doing it's it's going and getting out there being quite yeah uh, brutal with myself and just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. you know just taking life by the horns yeah <laughs> like exactly Cra crack on with it yeah because what's the worst that can happen you know nothing bad's gonna nothing bad's gonna happen you might feel a bit anxious but once you get there you'll be fine and it's all about just you know you can't hide from from life yeah for, for too long it's, yeah 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 you've it's it's too good because to, it was to uh, certainly i was when you when we kind of had that conversation um and you opened up to me i was i was very surprised because you didn't seem kind of like a nervous or anxious guy at all oh, that's, that's good um but like i said yeah at the start it was it was I, i'm very glad uh, glad and thankful for you to kind of opening up and yeah. coming on here because uh <clears throat> things like this and and if, if we hadn't had that conversation, I would have never assumed that, that you'd had any previous experience with kind exactly. of mental health. That, that's the thing, you, you sort of never really know with people because yeah. it doesn't have a... Uh, there's no label there's, on, your, there's no label exactly, on your head that no says that I've got this, is there? But it was more the fact that you feeling that you could open up to me, I felt I owed it to you to, Thank you. to, to tell my story back. And then, you know, you get this conversation going where, you know, sometimes I think... When, once you, I think we're both sort of in a position now where we're on top of it. Yeah. For the, I'd say I'm for the best I'm, part. For yeah, the best yeah. part, I'm I'm definitely on top of it, and you can sort of look back and and not laugh, but think, haven't I come a long way? Like what exactly. what a crazy thing I it's used, the journey, I used to do, and that's why you said you know I only want people to come on here that feel comfortable and ready to talk about, it. and I do like I like to think I can help people because you know when I was younger you couldn't really talk about it, and mm -hmm. I used to just do this crazy thing every morning and you and uh, obviously none of you did, you, did any of your friends know about no, it or no? no that was the thing no yeah. one, we're so young then you yeah you feel like you can't tell people because you know it was quite concerning for my it's quite an extreme thing to yeah. do every morning like, yeah 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 it's not just waking up and scary and feeling sad family, or feeling or, yeah and feeling anxious it was like you're actually doing something quite bad for your body for mm -hmm. one and also it's it's not regular people that's not part of people's daily routine. yeah yeah it's yeah not, yeah you, you don't want it to to be a part of your daily routine mm -hmm. so yeah but as i said the movement's changed now mm -hmm. it's important that people talk about things and i think even if i was suffering it at this age now i'd feel like i could talk to my mates about brilliant. it brilliant and i think that they would be able to to help more and obviously there are people that suffer with it at this age and suffer with it now so 
Um, I think one of the biggest things that's probably has changed over kind of like the last 10, 15 years is people feel more comfortable 100%. talking about it because certainly I've always said it kind of in lockdown and things like that and social media, we become kind of more disconnected. Yeah, you yeah. may have loads of followers, but you're basically just checking up on people's lives that you don't really even talk to anymore. Exactly. exactly. Um, so it's so important to know that kind of like closer network that you yeah. have, that you are comfortable kind of opening up and talking exactly. to them about, about anything. And, and I suppose more, more, more or less, it's actually how to start the conversation as well. Yeah. Because um, some people just don't really know actually how to ask. Exactly. Um, they kind of don't want to be too intrusive. They don't want to come across kind of, uh, kind of too forward or anything like that. Yeah. So, and it, and it is a touchy subject. It, yeah, it, yeah. It can be, but ultimately, those uncomfortable conversations are, are the most kind of riveting. They're, they're the ones that make the most progress. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, because you may necessarily not want to have them, but once you do, you feel a hell of a lot better exactly, after. Exactly. 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 So it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, conversation and uh, I'm very thankful to, for you to come on here, That's Fred. Right. Thank it's, you thank it's, for having me. Yeah, it's thank been you. brilliant. So um, the, the, the last thing that we do to kind of finish each show is uh, we'll get kind of you to kind of um, say one technique that you use to keep mindful and, and keep on top of your mental health, really. Okay, so I think it's definitely um, running is one of them. You know, it gives you time to just be on your own, you know, sometimes listen to a podcast, sometimes listen to music, but you get that time to be really in tune with yourself yeah. and have some time alone. You know, there's no distractions, your phone's not pinging off, it's just you and going as, as far as you want and it's a physical benefit and it's a it's a mental benefit and also it gives, gives you an opportunity to challenge yourself, you know. Yeah. I used to just do 5K, see how quickly I could do a 5K, mm -hmm. right, let's do a 10K. Then you feel great after that. How quickly can I do a 10k? And then I started um, uh, last year. I did a half marathon on New Year's Day. I thought, what a good wow. year! What a good uh, on New Year's Day as yeah. well. You yeah. had to go out the drinking. Well, it, it, it was lockdown, so like of no course. one went. Yeah, yeah, couple, yeah. I think it was last year. Or, no, a couple of years ago, I did it. Right. And I thought right, that's great. And then I thought, right, let's do let's do push yourself so further. It's just, it's just taking. You just that progressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You built so, on it and built on it. Yeah, and it gives you something to keep um, focused. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other thing is obviously if you ever feel really overwhelmed, which doesn't really happen too much, if very rarely, but you have the breathing technique, mm -hmm. you you know breathe out for longer than you breathe in. I'm sure you can tell people about that one or use it. Yeah, when, brilliant. Use it yourself. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, It is a good one. It does work. It's not just you know take deep breaths. It's 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 um, it's controlling your breathing and kind of being mindful of exactly. of, of, of your body. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's brilliant. So that's. That's what I do. Thank you very much, Fred. Right, it's mate. been an absolute pleasure. pleasure. Thank you very Thank much. You very much. Thank you for having me. And uh, we'll see you on again, all again on the next episode of Sully's Open Conversation. Thank you and goodbye.